Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the chores of Hercules to the quest for the Holy Grail, mythology and history is full of quests. But what about Minecraft? What about Minecraft? Are there quests in Minecraft? Should there be quests in Minecraft? It's a thing that happens in a lot of video games. Why not Minecraft? We're going to get into that in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. Guys... We hit 1,000 listens on July 28th. We hit 1,000 listens. Right now, we are over 1,000 listens. Right now, we are almost at 1,200 listens. I know, I know, I know. Not a big, huge number when you compare it to other podcasts, especially ones that have been going on much longer than six months. But I'm stoked. (laughs) I'm excited. Like it, it's so cool to see just how how the graph kind of moves up. Just every time I post an episode, the numbers just move up. It's so cool, so fun to see that. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for clicking on an episode anytime and every time I upload. You guys are awesome. Let's keep this going. Well, I, I, I want to keep this going. Let's let's keep let's keep it going. Let's hit two thousand listens as soon as possible. But in the meantime, one thousand listens. Oh my gosh, guys! Okay, so in celebration of this, in celebration of this, I've opened up a Discord server for this podcast, guys. If you want to. Suggest things for the show. If you want to have uh, input and you want to engage with the show directly by uh, suggesting things like highlights uh, from the community, suggesting things um, like what features of Minecraft I should review, and also submitting your roasts of those features directly to me. And also just general chat about Minecraft, general chat about life, general chat even about, I guess, even Hytale, the the game that's going to come out hopefully soon that I'm super excited about. Guys, the link is going to be in the description of this episode. Please come by. Come by and chat with us. Um, there's already some a few people. There's a handful of people on already. So come by. Let's start this thing. It might be a slow uh, start at first. There might not be a lot of people on at first, but hopefully as the podcast grows, as we get more listens and more people listening, more people will join us in these conversations. So again, the link 
to the Discord server is going to be in the the uh, show notes of this episode. Please check it out. Come by, say hi. And with that said, let us dig straight down into the community highlight of this episode. And the community highlight of this episode is is an article that a uh, friend of the show, High Hopes, sent over to me on Twitter. Um, a new, the, 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 I'm going to read a little bit from the article, like I always do. I'm sorry, I know that's probably boring. But anyway, reading from the article, a new VM computers mod has been created for Minecraft that allows players to order computer parts from a satellite orbiting around a Minecraft world and build a computer that actually boots Windows 95 and a variety of other operating systems. The mod uses VirtualBox, free and open, free <laughs> and open source virtual mas- machine software to run operating systems like Windows 95. Within Minecraft, you simply place a PC case block and then use it to create virtual hard drives to install operating systems from ISO files. What? Okay, so not going to lie, I've seen this kind of thing before in Minecraft. Um, But this, the example that they gave in this article was the ability to play like a game like Doom in Minecraft, in your Minecraft world. So in the real world, you're sitting down at your desk or whatever. You got your laptop or your gaming PC open or what have you. Um... You're playing Minecraft, but in Minecraft, you're playing Doom. It's a video game Inception. (laughs) Have have y'all ever watched that movie Inception? It's probably one of my favorite movies. Um, One of the basic premises, uh, these people have the ability to go into other people's dreams, put them asleep in their dreams, and dream another dream until you just have dreams within dreams within dreams. It gets pretty, pretty crazy. This is kind of what it's reminding me of. So... I just wonder, like, could you push this even further? Could you sit down in a Minecraft world with this mod, boot up your virtual computer in Minecraft, open Minecraft up with this mod, (laughs) and in that world, play a Minecraft, and in that world, could you open... How far could you go with this? Probably not far. To be honest, it probably stops in that first sort of instance of you playing the game within the game. It probably stops right there. I don't know. Would be pretty cool to see it go further than that. Probably doesn't. Um, but hey, give them time and somebody will, somebody will want that to happen enough to try to make it. Just wait and see. So link to this article is going to be in the show notes as usual. And a big thank you to High Hopes for sharing this with me. Guys, I'm going to say it again. I'm probably going to say it throughout this whole episode. If you have things, if you see something on the internet that you think would be really cool to highlight on the show, and it has something to do with Minecraft, you can always get on the Discord server and let me know. I have a channel completely dedicated to uh, community highlight suggestions. So you can drop a link in there, and I will check it out, and I'll probably review it. Because sometimes doing my own research, kind of hard. Not going to lie. Kind of difficult. Sometimes it doesn't seem like in my uh, circle of connections in the Minecraft community, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of 
uh, super unique things going on. So I would really appreciate it if you would help, uh, if you could help me out with that by joining the Discord server, and I'll shout you out. I'll I'll tell everyone who was the person who sent me the suggestion. I will tell everyone who you are uh, and give you the spotlight on that. So please check out the Discord server again. Thanks, High Hopes, for sending me this article in Twitter. Uh, link to that article is going to be in the show notes. And we're going to dig straight on into the feature review. And for this episode's feature review, it's always going to be simple, guys. It's always going to be a simple feature from Minecraft um, most of the time. I'm, I don't think I'm going to get into really interesting features like, you know, spawning mechanics and stuff. I'm going to keep it pretty simple. And this ep- this episode is no different. The feature review is about boats. Everybody knows them. Not everybody loves them. All right. Some interesting facts from the Minecraft wiki about boats. Boats have a speed of eight meters a second. So pretty speedy compared to a, um, just a sprinting player. I guess I don't really know that comparison, but I assume it's faster. A player cannot both move in a boat and use items at the same time, that has always been something that has annoyed the heck out of me. Like, come on, guys. I I want to be able to throw a trident from a boat while moving. Why can't we do that? That that, that would be so great if we could just do that. Come on, guys. Mojang. (laughs) Not complaining. Not complaining. Not complaining. The boat is really cool. There's probably a very good reason why we can't do that, to be honest. But still, it would be kind of fun. Um, boats effectively have just over four hearts of health. And this I thought was pretty interesting. And they regenerate one-tenth of a heart per tick. I didn't know this. Okay, so I knew that you could obviously destroy a boat, and it's an entity, it's an entity so you can destroy it. You know, it essentially kind of has health, you know. I didn't realize that they can regenerate. That... That is kind of crazy to me that in a lot of ways, a Minecraft boat is as much of a living thing, like in the game, in the world of Minecraft is as much as a living thing as any mob. Pretty crazy. Now, I personally love boats. I am on team boat all the way. However, not everyone feels like this. I personally enjoy playing Minecraft um, on a very sort of beginning game level. Um, I like to stay in that early grind. I like to stay somewhat primitive in the game. I don't really enjoy building large redstone farms, large mob farms of any sort. I really like the hands-on approach of going out and hunting, going out and, you know, getting resources by hand. That brings me a lot of joy. And so I don't get elytra as soon as most people who play Minecraft do. I tend to not really even get elytra hardly ever. I mean, most of the time I don't even go to the end and kill the end dragon. I'm I'm spending so much time just exploring the overworld and now the nether that it's been really updated to a point where it's actually an awesome place to be. 
I tend to stay on foot, so boats come in handy for me. I really am a big fan of the Minecraft boat. Without it, I would be sloshing around in swamps. I would be not even attempting to cross an ocean to see what's on the other side. Without a boat, it would be a very difficult game for me. So I'm on team boats, but because not everyone is. The boat has been roasted, guys. The boat has been roasted uh, by some listeners. So here is some roasts of the boat that have come to me from Twitter and uh, the Discord. All right. Obni says the boat is the most clingy mode of transportation. It won't ever let you out and leave it. So the boat is sort of like that person who doesn't have any other friends and you're sort of like their only friend in the world. And that's okay, but, you know, sometimes you just want to spend time by yourself or whatever, but they just won't let you leave. They won't let you get off the hook. Is he is he comparing the boat to that? That that hurts me personally. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Carl rides. Just me makes an observation, and I think it's legit. The boat is the most glitchy thing in the game. Sure. Hey, the boat, at least for a long time, has been the most glitchy thing in the game. There have been many times where I've left a boat, turned around to get it. Hey, it, where'd the boat go? It's not there. I haven't encountered that glitch in a while, though. So I don't know. I don't know. He goes on to say that he's got a pair of Frostwalker boots that he uses instead of a boat. Oh, that one, that, oh, that gets me because now I'm just imagining just like, ice spam everywhere and I know it melts pretty quickly and everything but still like how how many times have you you know been on a multiplayer playing with a friend who has frostwalker boots you make a water source because you're doing some sort of project with it and they come by to see what you're doing and all of a sudden you can't get your water it's it's frozen and they're like <laughs> you know and they keep coming back and forth to make sure it doesn't come back as water uh that, that that's given me some um some, uh, yeah, no, let's not do that. Uh, Frostwalker boots are definitely not a replacement for boats. Come on, I would like to see you try to capture a villager with Frostwalker boots. Can't be done, Carl. <laughs> now, Mr. Fearless. Mr. Fearless has not quite a roast. It's more of a praise, actually. He says, boats defall the... Defall? <laughs> Oh, come on. Boats defy the laws of physics. And that's why I appreciate their support. 10 out of 10. As long as it's Dark Oak. There's a Dark Oak fan right here. Um, Yeah, boats do defy the laws of physics. They do not, in, in Java at least, if you're in a boat and you fall, you don't take fall damage. At least as far as I know. Now, that may have changed in recent updates or whatever. But from what I remember, you can be in a boat and you can fall from any height and not take fall damage. You can't take fall damage. So, guys. Also, uh, High Hopes. High Hopes said uh, he would love to roast the boat, but he can't seem to locate his oars. He's a bedrock player. Do 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 bedrock do do bedrock boats not have oars? Was is, are they like the Java, the ancient Java boats that didn't have oars? If so, I'm really sorry about that. Um, there's a lot of things Bedrock has that are really cool features that I really think would be really cool to add to Java. 
But if their boats don't have oars, I'm not so sure anymore. I kind of want them to stay in their own, you know, on their in their own lane. Hmm. Anyway, so guys, if you want to join in on the fun and lay it into some Minecraft features, vent your true feelings about some of the most basic features about Minecraft, come join our Discord server. Uh, we have a channel dedicated to feature roasting that you can show off how funny you are, and I will read it, shout you out, and you'll be a part of the episode. Guys, you want to be on this episode? Do you want to be on this show with me? Join our Discord server, and I will at least read some things that you wrote. I don't know about having guests on quite yet. Not there. I'm not there. Maybe one day. We'll see. Anyway, let's leave the boat behind, and we'll stick straight down into the main discussion of this episode. And the main discussion of this episode is quests in Minecraft. So, quests have been a thing in video games for forever. Not just video games, but uh, tabletop role-playing games. I mean, Dungeons & Dragons, that's just a big quest game. Um, and also just all over mythology. You know, you have the Knights of the Round Table going out to look for the Holy Grail. You have Beowulf going on a quest to slay Grendel's mother and later on a dragon, which is, by the way, the coolest part of that story. If you haven't read Beowulf, you totally should. You have heroes from Greek mythology going to slay monsters, going to rescue the princess, going to take over a kingdom, going to win a wager against a god. You have all of these things. Quests are in the human psyche so deeply, I wonder, have they made their way into the game of Minecraft? All right, so watching Minecraft Dungeons videos on YouTube because unfortunately I can't play it, and also playing in the new Nether update has really inspired me to jump onto the realm that I play on and just strike out in an unexplored area with super basic gear, um, searching for things like monuments, temples, and dungeons to raid. It's so fun to do this, guys. It's my favorite way to play the game. Just exploring and focus on fi focusing on fighting mobs and getting loot. But after doing that for a few hours, even though it's my favorite way to play the game, after doing it for a little while, I'm convinced that this is an aspect of the game that could use some fleshing out. Now, I know a lot of the arguments against um, having quests in Minecraft, and I agree with nearly all of them. Uh, Minecraft does not need to give the player specific direction. Totally agree on that. This is a sandbox game, and the player is responsible for determining what they want to do and why they want to do it. And they're absolutely should never be a specific, explicit storyline to follow in Minecraft. I will actually be upset if they add that to follow Minecraft, if there's ever a story and a narrative to follow. The vague hints of, of lore that we get in Minecraft, like from the, the ruins and stuff, are, are enough to, to give us a basic story frame while allowing us to continue to be the storytellers. So any quests... And Minecraft should never have specific directions for the player and should never tell 
a story. However, there are already quests in vanilla Minecraft, if you think about it. And the quest giver is the cartographer village. Now, before we get into that, what is the difference between a quest and between going on a quest and raiding a dungeon? Um, and here's the difference. Dungeons are encountered randomly. There's no path. There's no map that leads to them in the game. Quests, on the other hand, have a map or other guide associated with them. There is a defined starting point and journey involved. Those are the differences. So, with those differences in mind, we can look at the quests that are actually already in the game. First on the list, we have the Ocean Monuments. And to get to an Ocean Monument, you need to get a... um, Unless you're going out and looking for it on your own, which, by the way, they're not that difficult to find. One of the best way to find them, however, is... Getting a map from a cartographer villager. You have to do some trading, but eventually you might find a map to an ocean monument. Um, Now, striking out, finding this ocean monument with a map, pretty easy thing. Um, However, raiding the monument, not so easy. You have to really prepare. You have to get your water breathing potions or at least some doors. You have to make sure you've got some buckets of milk or at least some water breathing potions so that you have enough time to kill the elder guardian. There's a lot of preparation and thought that goes in, goes into raiding an ocean monument. But some of the things that these quests, and beginning with ocean monuments, some of the things that these quests could really use some improvement in is the reward. Um, uh, and balancing the reward for all types of players in Minecraft. Okay, for so specifically for the ocean monument, uh, you have a reward for technical players. People are who, who are super smart. Uh, and basically, the reward for technical players is the ability to make a guardian farm. There's a reward for builders in the form of prismarine, dark prismarine, sea lanterns, and sponge. And there is a reward for adventurers. Let's call them adventurers. The people who aren't really interested in building and the people who are primarily in building or people who are, aren't primarily interested in technical redstone uh, mechanics type stuff. Let's call them adventurers. And there is a reward for these guys, gold and sponge, and that is not <laughs> worth it at all. The, 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 the Ocean Monument, probably one of the most difficult um, dungeons to raid in the game. And just to get gold and sponge, if you're not interested in the new uh, building blocks and you're not interested in having a uh, guardian farm, that is that is just not a great reward to have. Um, so an idea uh, from me, an idea to improve this specifically as a reward for adventurers. Let us be able to get items from a from an ocean monument that allow us to upgrade boats. We're going back to boats. Um, maybe these could be sails. Maybe these could be flags. Maybe even the ability to enchant boats for certain effects. Maybe we want faster boats. Maybe we want boats that can't get sunk by uh, bubble columns or can't get destroyed by the Trident boys when they roll into town. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of cool things that could be added 
to um, the ocean monument that, that, that also could be added to boats. So a lot of the times when I'm thinking about something that could be added to Minecraft, I start with something that is lacking. Okay, so for instance, like I'm saying right now, the reward for, for um, adventurers in ocean monuments. I start with that problem and I try to answer it with another problem. And the problem is of uh, boats not having a lot of variety, not having a lot of different uses maybe. Some, uh, the boat could really be fleshed out as well. So answering a problem with another problem is a good way to find a good solution. So my answer for the problem of not having a great reward for adventurers in the ocean monuments is the ability to add, to upgrade and make your boats better because the adventurers are probably going to be the ones who are using boats the most. Let's make let's give them a way to make their boats better. All right, moving on to the woodland mansions. Again, quest giver for this one is the cartographer. You get a map from the cartographer and you strike out into the wilderness to find a woodland mansion. The woodland mansions are much more difficult to find on foot than an ocean monument. Um, I don't know if they're rarer or not. They're just much harder to find, in my opinion, at least. Um, the reward for technical players. I couldn't think of a thing. And if guys, if you can think of something or you can correct me on something, hey, by the way, you can join my Discord and uh, you can do it there. <laughs> or you can email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com or you connect with me on Twitter. Links are all in the show notes, blah, blah, blah. I would rather prefer, I would much rather you join the Discord server. It's going to be fun. Anyway, going back to the, <laughs> going back to the show for a second. Um, I could not think of a thing that technical players could use from the Woodland Mansion, something that is useful for them other than basic supplies and basic things like diamonds, you know, and all that kind of stuff that everyone can use. But something specifically for technical players could not think of one thing. So my idea is maybe um, illagers could respawn at uh, Woodland Mansions, allowing you to build an illager farm. I don't know if that's too overpowered. You let me know. Again, connect with me on the Discord. The reward for builders in the Woodland Mansion. Again, I, I could not think of a thing for specifically builders. Um, but here's an idea. Uh, add a unique banner pattern as loot. And I don't know if banner patterns for builders are super popular or not, but it seems like whenever one is added to the game, people are pretty excited about it. So let's take this opportunity to add a new Illager banner pattern that can only be found in the Woodland Mansion. There is a reward for adventurers in the Woodland Mansion, and that is, of course, the one that everyone wants from the Woodland Mansion, and that is the Totem of Undying. I don't have a lot of ideas right now as to how to improve the Totem of Undying, but if you do, again, you can connect with me on Discord. This is just going to be one big Discord commercial, guys. I'm sorry. Join my Discord. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the next quest that is in Minecraft. Hunting for Treasure. Buried treasure. Probably the simplest uh, form of a quest in Minecraft. There is no quest giver. You find a map in a sunken ship. Not too hard to obtain. You go back to your boat and you follow the map to the uh, buried treasure, which is usually on a beach somewhere. 100% of the time it's on a beach. Um, the reward for technical players could not think of a thing, guys. I, I can't think of one thing that technical players really specifically want from a buried treasure chest. However, here's an idea. Give Heart of the Sea a redstone function. Maybe it could be crafted into waterproof redstone wiring. 
or even smelted into bluestone. Now, I don't know what bluestone is supposed to do. I just know it's a thing in the Minecraft fandom. So maybe this is a way to obtain it. Moving on. Reward for, villi um, for villagers. There's no reward for villagers. Maybe except for the emeralds. Reward for the builders is the heart of the sea. Build a conduit. You can build underwater. No problem. It's actually a cool reward. And the reward for adventurers, again, is the heart of the sea. You want to build a cool underwater base. You want to you want to be able to maybe even better um, uh, raid a ocean monument. Uh, why don't you just stick a you know stick a uh, heart of the sea or, or a conduit close to an ocean monument? That way you don't have to worry about potions. I mean, the heart of the sea is honestly a really cool thing because the conduit is a cool feature in Minecraft that pretty much can apply to everyone. I think that that's a pretty cool reward. So I would only add something for technical players from Buried Treasure. Um, now, the last and final quest of Minecraft that I could think of, at least, was finding the Stronghold and the Ender Dragon battle. Um, in doing this, again, there's no quest giver. You just have to follow craft and follow the Eye of Ender. The reward for technical players um, out of finding the Stronghold and fighting the dragon is perhaps a silver fish spawner, and access to the end. Um, reward for builders is access to the end and all the cool end blocks that exist in the game. And the reward for adventurers is the dragon's egg as a trophy, because trophies are a big thing for adventurers, and dragon's breath. Dragon's breath, you can use that to make tipped arrows, which are pretty cool, but I kind of hope that one day they change it to the, so that you can, you can make tipped arrows in the fletching table and you don't have to kill the ender dragon just to make a potion tipped arrow it seems like not not a big payoff to something that's actually huge in the game anyway that's kind of just an overview of the quests that already exist in the game and their rewards for each specific type of player um so when adding new quests in the game we do need to make sure that the reward needs to be balanced for every kind of player so that there's something for everyone, not just something for builders, not just something for technical players, not just something for adventurers, but something for everybody to enjoy. Uh, for technicals, there could always be new mobs to form or new redstone components. I've not, I don't think that, well, actually I take it back. I was about to say, I don't think that any redstone components have been added recently, but it has in the form of the target block, which is really, really cool. Uh, for builders, new blocks, banners, and sub-block items like mob heads and miniature variations of normal blocks. How cool would it be to have miniature um, wooden planks, miniature diamond blocks, miniature whatever? Like, it would be cool to have these sub-block items for builders to add even more detail into their builds. Um, for adventurers, we want... We want new weapons. We want gear. We want enchantments. We want items that are useful for navigating and surviving in the world of Minecraft. In the last episode of Spawn Chunks, uh, Pixel Riffs and Joel Duggan touched on this issue um, in a discussion about how loot chests could be improved. They brought up some pretty good ideas. Um, and if you want to listen to that, I'll put a link into the show notes as well. But uh, Pixel Riffs had this idea that... Um, uh, loot chests in the game could be improved by just adding things that are more aesthetic 
and things that are more just for looks. So like ways to, um, ways to customize your armor, ways to customize your weapons, things that don't necessarily change the effectiveness of these items, but just make them look a little bit more interesting, unique, and cool. Um, which I think is probably one of the easiest ways to fix um, the lacklusterness, I guess, of loot chests in later um, later gameplay. Um, because obviously, any kind of loot chest is pretty cool in an early type of gameplay, but when you get to mid-game, in-game, they lose their appeal. The way to keep this appeal, I would suggest, and I would agree with Pixel Riffs, is to add those custom- customizable items, things that are just for aesthetics. I don't know. I think that would be a cool idea. Um, so yeah, anyway, so if you have any more ideas as to how a reward uh, for quests and dungeons, um, how those things could be improved, or if I missed something that could technically be called a quest in Minecraft, uh, please let me know by, you guessed it, joining our Discord server. Again, the link is going to be in the description of this episode, along with our email address and how to connect with me on Twitter. Um, guys, I'm excited for the future. I'm excited to see how many more people we can get listening to this podcast, how many people we can get engaging with the show on a personal level. And guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to this show and digging straight down with me. And as always, until the next episode, please keep digging straight down. I'll see you guys in the next episode.